expression. What do you mean? That dumbass grin on your face. I'm just smiling. Is that, that's your mini-sode smile? That's my you, mini-sode happy smile. happy to be doing a mini-sode? Yeah, we're doing a mini-sode. How what? cool is that? Come on. I know. Get on board. Your idea. It was. Your mini-sode. It's going to be great. Take it away, Bill. <laughs> Welcome, everybody, <laughs> to this very special mini-sode of Glen Gary, Glen Ross Infinite. It is very special. Wherein we're going to talk about whether or not we think David Mamet has an implausibility problem with his films. And I think... Uh, it's a pretty common thread. It's a pretty common thread. There's a lot of implausibility running through the library. That's right. Of Mamet. Now, and we kind of... Meme. Or Meme, my mom if you will. Yes. And uh, we kind of have to break it down because there, uh, we, there's, you know, there are degrees of implausibility, right? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, are we talking about yeah, this or are we just I mean, talking I about I it? I think there are... More than there are degrees, there are two versions. <laughs> okay, two versions. There's, a two, there's two kinds of there's two kinds of people. There's two kinds of implausibility. <laughs> it's a bi- It's a binary. It's a binary. Yeah. So the first kind is the kind where you're sitting in the movie theater or you're sitting in front of your television and something happens on screen and you're just out. You're like, you're what just- the fuck? <laughs> right. You're just done. Right. At that point. Yeah. You might finish watching the movie, but it. The, but you're contemplating asking for your money back. Right. You're like, this is a, this is terrible. Yeah. You're just texting on your phone because you just yeah. can't even concentrate now, see, on what's I, no, happening. I would never TV. do that in a movie theater. Not in a theater at home. I'm talking about. Okay. I wouldn't do it in a theater. All right. All right. But yeah, but it, it disrupts your enjoyment of the movie. Yeah. You can't, you just can't, you can't watch anymore. Yeah. You can't get past yeah. it. Yeah. Yeah. We uh, call this the edge phenomenon. <laughs> <laughs> and then the second type <laughs> yeah. is uh, what in, in the biz they call... <laughs> Uh, fridge logic or the refrigerator moment, refrigerator right. door moment, which is where something implausible happens in a movie. You don't really think about it while you're watching the film, but when you get home and you go to the refrigerator to get yourself a ham sandwich or whatever, and you open Why it. you got to bring ham into this? <laughs> ham, it couldn't matter less. Okay, lettuce. You could have said I had a lettuce. I had a lettuce. <laughs> Some uh, some broccoli. There's a number of things you could have said. <laughs> a you beer, didn't have to say a ham a sandwich. A, there you go. A brewski. You open up a door for a brewski, <laughs> and all of a sudden you think to yourself, "Wait a Hold second! Hold on, just a second here. They made those bear suits out of bear." <laughs> <laughs> and then you're like, "Oh, come on!" And then they made a swingy pokey ball out of timber that would have taken any normal three man crew a week and a half. <laughs> And swung it <laughs> and missed a bear with it. <laughs> so uh, the the second kind, the refrigerator kind is like the lesser evil. Right. So it's something you don't notice during the movie. So it doesn't really impact your enjoyment of the film. Right. You they just, say writers have bigger fish to fry. They will often say, let's not worry about the refrigerator moment. Right. And Alfred Hitchcock famously coined this refrigerator door thing because he was like, as long as I can get them through the movie right. without them you know, leaping out of their seats like, what the fuck? Right. I'm good. Right. If I can get them to the refrigerator door, I'm happy with that. That's right. That's okay. So you got the edge... And you got refrigerator type. <laughs> Those are the types of implausibilities <laughs> you got. That's right. So, Those are the two. And we think that Mammoth has quite a few of it these. It seems to be a lot. The more we break it down, the more implausible things we find. Right. Right? And that's natural. That happens the more you think about something, the For more sure. you kind of For analyze sure. it. But we might as well start with the edge because it seems to be the one that uh, uh, most people say is the most egregious. Well... <laughs> Dave Mamet himself was quoted as saying, I thought the stuff with the bear was a little over the top. He did. And by the by the way, he meant implausible. He didn't mean over the top like, 
I mean, over the top could be interpreted in, in a few ways. True. But I think what he meant was implausible. Right, because Bart the Bear gives a great performance. It's, it's <laughs> totally believable. They didn't even have to get the robot bear out of the truck. He was so good. No, Bart was great. Yeah. They, but they asked him to do... The storytellers asked him to execute some ridiculously implausible things. Well, I mean, there's so many things. Which he did flawlessly. Yeah, he did. That's yeah. right. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But not, yeah. So over the top meaning, yeah. It was implausible. Just, it was kind of crazy. Yeah. I found it hard to believe. Yeah, and the, and it goes way, way. You know, I mean, the, the the very premise of the movie almost kind of throws you for a loop. Like the, the you know, like uh, uh, Alec Baldwin's character absolutely must have a picture of this guy they find on the wall. Got it. Like the, there was nobody else they could get a picture of. Got to go. I mean, <laughs> got to get this guy. <laughs> so they get in the plane and they fly. Like, like that's the one that. <laughs> You know, that gets me. It's like, we have to get this guy. You, know, you see this like, guy. <laughs> <laughs> you see this guy. <laughs> this guy's going to look so good in a picture. Way better than your car. <laughs> <laughs> no, you're right. It's ridiculous. It's a ridiculous premise. And even before that, the scene where they throw uh, the birthday party for Charles and, and out, <laughs> right. they leave the ham sitting out in the kitchen all right, night. Right. And then he jumps up in the bear suit and... Uh, the someone pointed out that you know what's implausible about it. it th- there's all that, right, a, right, right. And then just before that, they're going to bed. Elle McPherson is lying in bed, and she asks him to go make her a sandwich. That's right. Like who who goes to bed and then goes like, you know what? I probably should have a sandwich before I before I actually go to sleep. I wish someone would make me a nice sandwich right now. Wait, that's you're not a late night snacker. Not I don't eat in bed at all. <laughs> My wife does. My wife eats in bed, but I don't eat in bed. Oh yeah, yeah. What like like chips or does she go get full sandwich? Will she go full sandwich? No, I don't think she'd go full sandwich. Never go full snacks. sandwich. Snacks. No, snacks, bowls of snacks. Yeah, or a bag an ice cream or something. something. Like some pretzels, pretzels, something like chips, that. triscuits, triscuits. Yeah, sure, something like that. Some candy, that's, maybe. That's a crummy bed you live in, buddy. <laughs> that seems like a lot of crumbs going on in that bed. <laughs> well, that's why we have the dog. <laughs> Cleans it right up. Go get it, Dutchman. That's right. Uh, so yeah, so you can go all the way back to there. I mean, there's just so many. Uh, yeah, things I, you can point to in the edge. I, I feel like uh, we have been over this and over this. Yeah, we don't have to spend a at, lot at of time on it. At every step of the way, something implausible is happening. <laughs> They're constructing <laughs> costumes and or weapons that are implausible. <laughs> They're constructing compasses that are implausible. Right, right. Their whole their whole traversing of the landscape is implausible. Right, that's another one. In where every they, way, they they are standing there, and they when they first crash, and they have a little campsite. That's and they, right. They take a, a compass uh, finding with their little man made compass, uh-huh. and then they say, "There's the mountain. See that mountain? That's where we need to go. That mountain." <laughs> and they have all of Alaska to explore, and they march around for like two days and they wind up at the exact same spot they had just left where the compass was like the second they how took their they eye off that? the mountain right, right. they forgot which mountain they were walking right. towards like, how could they do that which, which, which mountain are we walking towards <laughs> I, I don't remember which mountain you see that mountain you see that mountain, <laughs> you see that mountain? <laughs> so yeah the, I mean we're using the edge as an example because it's the finest things. example of implausibility <laughs> ever put on film <laughs> ever the yeah. finest watching watching uh poor um oh my god help me <laughs> not alec baldwin <laughs> anthony, the other guy anthony, anthony hopkins uh-huh. run around the forest sure 
is is also you know, implausible. Is bad he's a thousand yeah. years old. That's right. Yeah. He's doing he's doing everything that the younger guys are doing and better. Right, right, right. Yeah. You know? Yeah. There's so many things. It's ridiculous. Yeah. It's ludicrous. I still like it. I know you know, do. It's, <laughs> it's baffling crazy. to me. It just makes me go like, well, people are different. And then there's other things. What's Some people are smart. <laughs> What's so funny about the movie, though, is there are other things that are brought up in the movie that sound implausible, but then are explained, and it's perfectly natural. You know what I mean? Like, like he says, do you know you could make fire from ice, which sounds implausible. It's like, no way. Right, and then he explains right. it like, oh, yeah, I guess you're good. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so, but there's sure. other stuff in the movie that's yeah. not explained that's ridiculous. Yeah, it's, a, it's all ridiculous. <laughs> it's all so ridiculous. <laughs> But there you go. So that's but the that's con- an example. For me, that was the kind of uh, in your theater seat, like bullshit. Right. Bullshit. Took you right out of it. Yeah. 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 To way out. Yeah. Yeah. Way out. Okay. All right. So let's go back through the, the rest of the- second L. McPherson asked for a sandwich, I was like, I'm done with this. <laughs> I'm out of here. A, uh, nobody eats a sandwich before they eat. And B, L. McPherson doesn't eat. Especially not supermodels. Right. right? Exactly. They're not eating yeah. sandwiches <laughs> in exactly. bed at night. Exactly. She doesn't eat. You know? No. It's like, you know. No, of course not. I need, I'm really. I want something. I'm going to throw up in five minutes. Yeah. Could you bring yeah. me a sandwich, could you, please? Could you grab me a quarter of a leaf of romaine, <laughs> right? Please. <laughs> Thank you. All right. So if we, and by the way, <laughs> one more thing. <laughs> All right. You're laying in bed with your betrothed. Yeah. She says, "I want a sandwich." Are uh-huh. you making that sandwich? Well, he's not in bed quite yet. He's right. Okay, up. but he's about to be. Yeah. And he's elderly. <laughs> <laughs> Are you making the old guy go down and make you a sandwich? Well, it's just part of the it's part of the birthday party. I understand sc- why scheme, you know. But I mean, but I'd be like, bitch, you can go down and make your own sandwich. Yeah, <laughs> I think the ham is still out. <laughs> I can smell it from you here. <laughs> you don't even have to get it out the fridge or nothing. <laughs> just watch out for bears. <laughs> yeah, you'll be fine. Yeah, and that would have been an interesting way to start the movie. She goes down to make her own sandwich. She gets killed by Bart the bear. Right there in the kitchen. Right there, start the movie. Yeah, and then Bart like goes off, and they don't know that Bart did it, and then it becomes like a murder mystery. It doesn't look like a bear did it. I guess. How's right. he do it? She would be. Does he take a shotgun off the wall. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, Bart's pretty great. No, poisoned. Maybe he poisoned. It him would be in keeping with tracks. the implausibility of the rest of the film. <laughs> He's really smart. If Bart was like, right. let me just get a silencer on my handgun, <laughs> real quick. <laughs> I'm gonna put two in the head, and then I'm out. No one will even know I was here, and I'm taking this fucking ham with me. <laughs> Or Anthony Hopkins comes downstairs and he's like, wait, let me smell that breath. Uh-huh. Smells. Uh-huh. 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 It smells like vanilla. This was arsenic. We have a poisonous. Oh, wow. A poisonous bear on our hands. Then he's, he's all Sherlocky. Well, because he's read all those books. He sure, knows yeah. all this No, stuff. he's got a lot of learning. He's read a lot of murder he's mysteries. He's a smart, smart man. Yeah. He's like Miss Marple. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> he is like Miss Marple. <laughs> all right. So... Um, one, uh, if I go way back in the cast, and we're just going to deal with his films mostly because the plays we feel plays like are you can, yeah more this or less is, yeah, and, and they're not they're not all that implausible honestly for the most in part. play form yeah I think when Dave starts thinking grander in terms of setting and time maybe things get a little out of hand I will mention that <laughs> the, the finale the the climax of China Doll yeah is when Al Pacino's character beats his assistant to death. <laughs> With a model of an airplane, <laughs> which has been on the stage the whole time. It's. I don't I mean, think you've ever told me that. Yeah, that's how the play. I don't, well, I don't want to spoil it for anybody. I'm never going to see that piece of garbage. Enjoy this awesome play. <laughs> no, no. no one will ever produce it again. I guarantee no, you that. No, for sure they won't. 
but that's the that's the climax is he you know it's the whole play is about him getting back his airplane right, or whatever and right. so there's this model that is introduced awkwardly for like what the next one he's going to buy or right, something right 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 and at the end he gets so fed up with his assistant who is just running around on stage handing him phones all night he beats the guy to death with this model airplane that's clearly in the play was made out of like styrofoam <sighs> Which was just, it was just horrible. What is happening? <laughs> what has happened? It was really terrible. Why have you never told me this? I don't know. It never, it never came up. Unbelievable. It's implausible. That's yes, for sure. Highly. It was really bad. Highly implausible. Yeah. It was kind of like he didn't know how to end the play. It was just like, eh, you know, uh, just, uh, well, there is that airplane <laughs> prop I referenced earlier. Uh, you don't bring a loaded airplane on stage. <laughs> In the first act, without firing it or killing someone with it, in the second act, that's right. That's absolutely okay. So so there's one of the plays. Okay, there's probably others. I'm sure there are. But if we go all the way back to the verdict, 1982, you got some implausibilities in one of your favorite movies of all time. Yeah, potentially. All right, let's hear it. Okay, well, one of them is at the very end uh, when when the verdict comes back. the jury says, this is kind of like, there's, there's a nice moment where the jury comes back and finds for our hero's client. Right. And then, to raise the stakes a little, Dave has the, the foreman of the jury say, but your honor, are we restricted in the amount that we can award to the plaintiff? <laughs> oh, yeah, right, right. You know, and, and, the, and the judge is like, no, you can give them whatever you want. Which I don't think that, I, legally, I think that's true. I don't think it would play out that you way. You think the judge could courtroom. do that? He could award I, that? I think that I think there are some cases, some types of cases wherein the jury gets to decide the settlement, right, amount. Okay. I think that does happen. All right. Happen. That seems like I've heard that before. Sure. But I don't think it would happen in that way. No. You know, I don't think they would come out in open court and Is and it ask true, a, Your Honor, right, right. that we can do whatever the fuck we want <laughs> right, here? Right. Yeah, that all gets decided in the jury room. I right. don't think it plays out in, in the public right, yeah, right, right, right. kind of thing. Right. So um, drama yeah it's, it's for the just, drama exactly just heightens up the drama the drama <laughs> so that's a little one yeah that's a little one but there's another courtroom one which you and i discussed recently in, yeah I'm, i don't think this is implausible you do i don't know it, it it feels weird in the movie and we're talking about the untouchables right because there's the courtroom scene at the end where they switch the juries dramatically right and uh, I was always like, oh, come on, that's impossible. You know, because I always because I've been through jury duty and I, you know, I know the voir dire sure. is an <laughs> integral part of the jury selection. Right. Integral part of, of any court cases. Right. When they pick the jurors. Right. And you can't just switch the juries after that's already been done. Right. But what happened in the actual Capone case is yes. that prior to that, they did switch juries. That's right. So that. The people that Capone had on the payroll were not included in the in the jurisprudence of it all, which is amazing. <laughs> it is pretty great. It's amazing that they did, that. and it's pretty amazing that he used that in the film. For and for dramatic effect, he just put it at the very end, right? You know, so like like uh, that's the way the good guys win, right? Exactly. You know, they yeah. saw this coming. They swatched the jury. Yeah, and, just when you thought, and of course, it wasn't Elliot Ness's idea, I'm sure. Right, but right, like, exactly. Yeah, you yeah, know, yeah. in this one, he's writing a note to the judge. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, and the judge wasn't the one on the payroll. It was the jurors. That's whatever, right. You know, that's right. That's stuff. right. Yeah. But it is, it's really well done in the movie. That's one of those refrigerator door ones where you're watching the movie and you're like, yay, we won. <laughs> yay! <You know? laughs> and then you go home and you're like, wait a second. Yeah, exactly. That was definitely a refrigerator door one for me. Yeah. Yeah. Happy right. happy to be watching it. Yes. But the second I thought about it a little bit, I was like, well, it's, you know. <laughs> it's pushing it. Yeah. Yeah. 
But other than that, The Untouchables is, uh, I think, pretty, pretty um, solid. Flawless. <laughs> right. Flawless and perfect. Yeah. Perfect and beautiful. I beautiful and poetic. <laughs> <laughs> poetic and stupendous. I do love it. One of the greatest movies of all time. I, I love the movie. Yeah. I, I don't have any other, any okay, other great. implausibilities. There. Great. Great. Uh, now, another movie that came out in 1987. Yeah. Does have a lot of them, and that's House of Games. House of Games. Yeah. So highly implausible premise, <laughs> yeah. right? The acting is incredibly <laughs> implausible other than Joe Mantegna and William H. Macy and hey, a couple other people. Well, I was just doing what I was supposed to do. <laughs> Joe Mantegna. I love that guy. He's great. He's great, isn't he? He is great. Yeah. Um, but yeah, the, uh, the, the whole, it, like it, it's mostly a refrigerated door because it doesn't stop me from enjoying the movie. I kind of can sit through and watch that movie and still enjoy it without, yeah, you know, because it's kind of silly. I feel like at times some of the some of the little cons they were playing, you know, were a little, a little implausible. But totally, yeah. You're able to forgive them, but yeah. even in the moment, you're like, come on, <laughs> yeah, exactly, yeah. <laughs> but then but, you go like, well, all right, where's this going? Yeah, exactly. I'll accept that because yeah, you want to know what's going to happen right, next. Exactly, right. That's the classic David Mamet thing. Exactly. Keep them wondering what's going to happen next. That's Right. But when you stop and you think, okay, hold on a second. Wait just a minute. So these con men decided <laughs> this is good. that they were going to go after some psychiatrist <laughs> who wrote a book. <laughs> and they're going to seed in one of their guys as one of her patients. You know that she got the paper, boo-boo. <laughs> <laughs> we got to get in there and get that therapist money. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> I saw that awesome pen she was using in the office. We got to get our hands on oh, that's that. That's right. There was a big deal made about them. Yeah. <laughs> just, I got so yeah. many goofy things yeah. in the movie. It's strange. The lighter. I mean, there's so many hilarious things yeah. in it. It's very strange. Yeah, it's very strange. But the, the that's that's the one that makes the whole house of cards fall down for me. That they when when you get to the very end and Way she to finds use house them, of cards to describe house of games. Thank you. <laughs> when you get to the very end and she catches them all in the bar and she sees her patient clowning around with them as one of their guys right you're like now now wait hold, hold on, on a second <laughs> yeah totally rewind the tape totally because this makes absolutely no sense zero anymore. sense <laughs> zero sense it would have been fine if they if she had accidentally gotten wound up in this whole thing right like i think that was the big for sure up, right for sure. like if, if billy han hadn't been part of the con in the first place right i think i'm i'm better off as a viewer you more accepting of what's happening as possible yeah exactly yeah, for sure i agree with that i i, I think it's it's a, an overreach you i know? agree it's with one that, of those yeah. things where he just went one bridge too far yeah and i i get the sense that in most of these cases it's just it's hubris yeah yeah it's like how i really far believe can how i, push I can push these motherfuckers so far and they yeah. still won't know what's going on that's they won't right. get it <laughs> that's right yeah that's a good point yeah interesting yeah 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 all right um uh things changed this is the next film that seems highly implausible. The it, whole premise is yeah. implausible, right? It's the, one where the you, Don looks like the, the cobbler. <laughs> right, right. Come on. <laughs> it's one where you have to buy in very early or don't bother watching. That's right. It, that's know? right. And it has that sort of Shakespearean like uh, yeah. comedy of of misidentity thing yes. going on, and so yep. you do have to like really suspend your disbelief. disbelief yeah. But like, oof. yeah, it gets hard. Yeah. It's very, it's very. But I do love that movie. I do too. Yeah, I, I just, I just, I didn't watch this movie, but I just recorded it the other day. Being there is a similar movie. Oh yeah, which I also I know love. that one. Yeah, yeah, it's a great movie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, and a very similar kind of thing where you have to buy in early that all the that he could be mistaken right. for all these other people or right. whatever to right. get through the whole thing. Right. 
and it's yeah but if if you're in the mood for that it works great you know <laughs> yeah but, you do have to be in the mood for that I yeah agree exactly that. Yeah, yeah yeah but there's really nothing other than that original premise the there's premise nothing is, in things change right. that really goes like whoa what the fuck are they doing now agreed you know? agreed yeah uh outside of like everything that a cobbler might say right yeah, yeah, a yeah. don might also say it's implausible but it works it somehow work. yeah it's yeah. it's very good that's the magic of shell silver that's, that's like, exactly making right that work that's exactly right yeah. <laughs> Uh, how about, oh, well, We Are No Angels Sure, is here. I know you want to tear this one down. I know, I don't really. Yeah, no, no, well, I, 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 no, I have no ill will towards this movie <laughs> at all. You do, you want to, go ahead. No, I do. I tear it a new one. I'm not going to tear it a new <laughs> one. I don't know, I don't remember enough about it, frankly, to say whether there's, I think it's implausible in a way for the them. The premise is again implausible. Again, that they would be accepted as priests. For sure. The way they behave in Mobsters the movie. acting like priests. Yeah. They, and getting away with it often. Right, right. Yeah. And then changing everyone's heart at the end or yeah. whatever. You know, it's a bit much. Now, but. are we, we're more willing to accept implausibilities in what is supposed to be a comedy. I yep. would admit, right? Like, right. Uh, things change is certainly supposed to be comedy or serial comic in, right. at the very least. Yep. Same with World Where Are No Angels. I think it was intended to be funny. Yes. Um, but it tries to be serious at times, and that's when it gets implausible. Like, yeah. You know what yeah, I mean? Yeah. Like, maybe a little more lean into the comedy would have sufficed. I don't know. I don't, I don't know. know. But I love the movie. Yeah. But the whole premise is incredibly implausible. It is. You, but if you, as long as you can get behind it, as long as you can accept that they get accepted as priests, right. then you're okay. <laughs> right. You'll, you'll right. probably enjoy it. Right. You know what I mean? Right. But, Agreed. But it's a big leap yeah. to make. Huge. Especially the way that it's the way that they portray the characters. I mean, they're such bumbling idiots, these two guys. Right. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. That, that no, they are. Is what makes it hard to believe that they would be able to pull this off. For sure. So for sure. That's all. Speaking of pulling things off. Yeah. <laughs> Shelley, in our beloved movie. Yeah. Pulled off some phone heisting. <laughs> he he heisted some phones. He did. And the leads. Yeah. He kicked through a glass door. Can you or see something? it happening? I mean, <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> this is totally of the two. It's refrigerator, refrigerator moment. Yeah, totally. It totally. wasn't until well after, maybe <laughs> dozens of viewings later, that yeah, I was like, years mm, after. That's weird. Maybe. Yeah, but it does. It, it once you think about it, it's like <laughs> could could he have actually done it? You know, would he have the physical yeah. strength and whatever to get in there, steal the stuff, get out? You know, blah blah blah. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, I don't. I don't care really because I love this. I love it so much. Anyway. It doesn't really it doesn't, matter. It doesn't really yeah, matter. Yeah, it's true. So. But it's there. You know, it's it's hanging there. And right now they're doing the tour in the UK, and the the gentleman who's playing Shelley is a large gentleman. He's a very large guy. He's on the bigger side. Yeah, he's he's a big dude. So it makes and and I don't mean in a healthy way. <laughs> so it makes me wonder. Like what those audiences yeah. are thinking when that the moment comes up. The way you danced around large, <laughs> everybody got what you meant. Okay. <laughs> He's a large gentleman. He's <laughs> on the bigger side. He's a little husky. <laughs> right? Go. Wouldn't you say? A little husky. Yeah. Yeah. So I wonder if, if anyone over there is watching that play and then thinking, well, yeah. I hope he didn't climb in a window or something. <laughs> you know I mean? That would have been rough. He's halfway down the stairs with a box of phones just panting. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> I should have left the fucking phones. <laughs> Why did I take the phones? <laughs> <laughs> fucking Cause, boss. Because it looks like robbery. <laughs> <sighs> yeah, poor guy. Yeah. Come on, bud. So anyway. So anyway. A little implausible. Yeah. A little bit. Yeah. But the bit. only bit. Yeah, Everything really, else is very plausible. I think you're right. That totally really forgivable. Yeah. yeah. 
Um, um, what do you got next? What about Hoffa? Hoffa. I can't think of something that jumps out as implausible. I always found the 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 sort of uh, the bookend story of them waiting at the at the out. What do they call that thing? That they're waiting at the the little diner, the truck stop, diner the truck stop. Yeah, 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 waiting at the truck stop, and that that's how. Why is that implausible? It. I mean, two guys can't be at a truck stop. They can, but then remember the other guy is planted inside. The oh yeah, murderer, sure, sure. Murderer planted inside. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sits there, listens to his whole story. That's how the mob operates for brother. two and a half hours. Yeah. Waiting for the part on the phone. Cute, and the unassuming blah, blah, blah. little guy, right? <laughs> in a jean jacket, <laughs> looking about as trustworthy as a slice of apple pie. You want to come out to the car, meet him? Oh, shucks, Mr. Hoff. It's a real pleasure to meet you. Bang, bang. Boom, boom. <laughs> yeah, I don't find that implausible. No, I like think that? it's dope. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I think that's cool as shit. All right, then. Yeah. But that's the only thing. That, yeah, that, again, there's very little in that one. I wouldn't. I wouldn't yeah. kick that one out of bed for eating Triscuits. <laughs> <laughs> no, it mostly works. Right? Yeah. For yeah, sure. yeah. yeah. Now, okay. <laughs> I'm on to what I think is the greatest example of the refrigerator moment. Oh, okay. The, the prime example for me okay. would be the Spanish prisoner. Yeah, it's uh, definitely. Because every time I watch it, I'm in. I lock, yeah. and I know exactly what's happening. Yeah, I love it. And I it. still love it. I love it too. But if I'm up, getting grabbing a brewski as yep. you so eloquently put earlier <laughs> i go like there's so much that doesn't make sense in that movie yeah it's true so much that would just well, be way too hard exactly and expensive that's right to execute that it would make the money that you gained virtually non-existent exactly the breadth and the depth of the scam it's the longest con you've ever seen <laughs> yeah it's, uh, the just, most elaborate <laughs> stuff happens it really is incredible yeah the the the, the lengths they go to Offices, to set this thing up. swimming pools trips, are created. Trips to Santa <laughs> Steph. You know, I mean, like, all of the bad guys are there when they go on the first trip in the original movie. Yeah, they're all there. She has to get implanted in the business and get cuddled up with what's his oh name. Oh, my I God. Mean, just, there's so it's much just... going on that would have to happen. And then, you know, Steve, all of Steve Martin's little places that they go, the car That's what I mean. The pool that he's swimming pool, in. It's the not car a pool. It's not yeah, a car dealership. The, the restaurant that's a beautiful restaurant, but yeah. it's actually a dumpy restaurant. Yeah. He doesn't notice. Just take, the, mean, just take the car bit of the con. Okay. Okay. Uh, I, we need to procure half a dozen super awesome cars. Right. But just for a couple hours. Right. <laughs> I just need this one guy to look at him and then leave. Right. And we have to hope. <laughs> what? And we have to hope he's going to walk by right. this car at place that at that moment <laughs> and notice and notice that Steve Martin is walking in. Sure, sure. I mean, it's just there's so many things like that where there's just like. Yeah. It seems okay in the moment, yeah. but when you stop and think about it, you're like, whoa. Yeah. All of those little environments that were not the environments they seem to be. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're, they're all, it's all way too elaborate yeah. for anyone to execute. Yeah. To just con one guy <laughs> <laughs> out of not that much. The process. Yeah. Yeah, right. Like trying to get Joel Embiid out of this Trust guy. it? Are we trusting it? <laughs> I didn't trust it. Yeah, it's a, it's, a, it's a hell of a lot of stuff. There's a lot going on. And it's one of my favorites. I'm not going to yeah, lie. I, I, don't, I guess I don't mind it if it's utterly implausible as long as it's entertaining. Right. I guess and, that's then, and then he, all the, and it, goes, it runs all the way through the movie, all the way to the point where the Japanese tourists right. all, like, save him right. all of a sudden right. in a deus ex machina. That's right. You're like, <laughs> right. what? Yeah. <laughs> oh, I never noticed Japanese tourists because they're everywhere. They're everywhere. <laughs> right. There's that one <laughs> yeah. who always plays a Japanese tourist. I don't know who that guy is. I don't know either. 
He's great though. That he fed, that yeah, fed, he's, he's the federale on the ferry at the end. We need you to get him to say it. Yeah, we that's need right. Get him right. to say that he, where he sent the process that's or whatever. Right. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Federale on a ferry, by the way. That was good. That's a pretty good. That's very good. <laughs> <laughs> and then the, there's the part where Steve Martin tells him what he did with the process while the horn is blowing. That's right. Which I was always thought that was interesting. It's an yeah. interesting choice. Sure it is. Yeah, I like whatever. it. It made me smirk. It obscures the answer to For the sure. thing. Yeah. For sure. But I guess whatever. Yeah, whatever. But it's a great movie. I do love uh, it. It's a great movie, but it's highly implausible. It is. It really is. But many heist movies, I think, have that element For sure. to them. Including heist. That's right. <laughs> Might as well go there next. I guess so, right? Yeah, this one, I, and I love heist. Uh, but again, it's the, the breadth and depth of the, the con, the conning and the unconning and the reconning of right. different, the same person again and again and right. all that kind of stuff, the back and forth. It's great. It is great. It's a great movie. Great performances in it. Delroy Lindo, my oh, boy. Fantastic. <laughs> right. Your girl Pigeon all Pigeon over the place. Great. Hackman. Hackman. Top uh, of his game. Danny DeVito is DeVitz. awesome. What's his name? Uh, 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 who plays Jimmy Silk? Um, yeah who is that that's, that's that uh, guy it's that your guy, guy. the guy yeah. from three billboards you love that guy yeah. yeah i do like that guy yeah sam rockwell there it is sam well rockwell. done well He's done really good yeah it's a, it's a great movie um but certainly there are moments where highly you know, implausible yeah yeah <laughs> not, not much else to say about that i, I guess, guess not i'm trying yeah. to think of like actual specific moments yeah 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 well uh but I'm having a hard time thinking. Of I just remember coming away with a feeling of like, come on. Yeah, it's yeah, absolutely. Right. It's, it's a, all the double crossing. So makes, much double crossing. Makes your head hurt after a while. You don't even care anymore who double crossed to. You just want to see <laughs> right. Gene Hackman going up to playing. Well, my goal was supposed to be there yesterday. <laughs> my payload ain't there. It was supposed to be there yesterday. Exactly. I love that part. Exactly. Uh, but it's fun. Wait, Patty Lapone is credited as Patty Lapone in that movie? Yeah. Oh no, she, she <laughs> does not play Patty Lapone. That's in that crazy, movie. right? <laughs> I can't remember the name of her character, but uh, it's on the tip of my tongue. Betty Croft. Betty Croft. Betty yeah. Croft. Real, yeah. real, real done. But why? Right. Why do we need Betty Croft? She drinks. <laughs> I love that. Okay. Um, you know they did the movie version of American Buffalo, but I don't have any. I don't have any beef there. Oh, I got beef. With well, with the film? movie, it's a terrible it movie. A trash, garbage film. Yeah, but a I mean, phenomenal script. I'm talking about implausibility factor here. Sure, I don't think innately because I again, it's just the play, right? Uh, I think it's it's it remains fairly plausible. Yeah, as plausible as that structure can be. You yeah, know? It, it really depends a lot on the on the casting of Teach because it's harder to believe by that Dustin Hoffman <laughs> breaking into some guy's house and stealing a nickel than it is some someone right robert duvall or but whoever, he's you know? highly ineffectual so right it becomes easier to believe i guess yeah it does yeah he like he would fuck up a robbery he sure would he kind of does he does yeah but so, at one yeah. at one time he must have been able to rob something i mean i don't know i don't know the whole because well, the whole time donnie is like i i i don't i don't want you to do this i don't want <laughs> right, you to do right, this why yeah. are you doing <laughs> right. this i don't <laughs> think it's a great idea of you do this yeah <laughs> i think the idea is solid but let's get fletcher in on this like right, that's right, what right. donnie keeps saying like let's right. get somebody who knows what the fuck they're doing <laughs> right, in on right, this right. right that's true yeah all right um and again a comedy i think american buffalo is intended to be a comedy and we're I think we sh- can be more forgiving of implausibilities when they're just going for the laugh. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Other than the casting, to me, there's nothing much. Yeah. In there. I'll buy that. Uh, how about Wag the Dog? Ooh, wag it. 
This is I would go I would go with you. You're you're a real wagget. I do love wag the dog. <laughs> you hear me, you fucking waggots. I know you do. <laughs> <laughs> Just a bunch of fans of Wag the Dog. Yeah. <laughs> you hear me, you fucking wackets? <laughs> I love it. Uh, I do like this movie a lot. And I think if you can buy the concept that, you know, again, it's like it's the comedy buying the right. the, the, the the comedy from the beginning. If exactly. If you can buy that the government can do all this and put on this charade yes. throughout, then you're good. Yes. You're in and you're, you'll enjoy it a lot. Agreed. Uh, if you can't get behind that idea, but I think they, I think it pays off well. I think there's the the scene when the uh, the president's spokesman is having a press conference, and Robert De Niro says to Dustin Hoffman, "What do you want the kid to say?" <laughs> and they dial it up, and he says exactly what he right, says. Right, right, right. I think that sells it for me. Like at that point, I'm like, okay, they're connected. They're yeah. in. They, they, he's clearly running things. Yeah. So yeah, I'm I'm good. I didn't. I didn't. I never walked away from that going like, come on. Right. Right. Like I get it. It yeah. makes sense to me. Yeah. Yeah, I think I think there's a lot of stuff in there that justifies the the premise. Agreed. So agreed. All right. How about Ronan? One of your favorites. One of my all time favorites. Yeah, I love it. Uh huh. But the last twenty minutes are highly implausible. Right. <laughs> like everything that happens, everything from them getting into the arena and all of that, that nonsense that follows. That's where it loses me. The yeah. ice, once the ice skating thing starts happening, I'm like, <laughs> I don't under, I don't know, I don't understand what's happening. I'm anymore. still in because I because they got me with the first you know hour and a half yeah and so i'm still like but yeah like come on <laughs> really <laughs> yeah it's implausible yeah right yeah i don't get it i don't either uh can i go can we go to spartan yeah let's go to spartan spartan i don't remember much about it but i, I it feels very spanish prisonery to me in that like what what how it all unfolded was a little like really yeah <laughs> like even not not a fridge moment but like in the in theater the, in the, kind yeah. of moment, yeah. It's a it's a strange movie, Spartan. <laughs> it really is. Like it's hard to. No, it's really weird. It's hard. I, I really every time I watch it, I have to. I'm wavering back and forth between whether I like it or not. You I, am I, mean? I am too. I am too. It's a strange movie, and there is a lot of like uh, spy stuff, and it's not heisty. It's like spy, like you know. Yeah. Kind of spy assassination, cloak and dagger, cloak yeah, cloak and dagger, and dagger shit. Yep. shit. Yep. 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 And that. Uh, that can be very close to heist stuff because you're like, it's all about who has which information when, for and, sure. you know, who's double crossing who and all that kind of stuff. Exactly. So, yeah, I, I haven't, I haven't, I haven't thought the thing about Spartan is I try not to think about it too much because I'm afraid it is just going to fall apart. You right, know what I mean? Right. The whole thing, the fridge moment will lead to you never watching that movie again. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Because there are a lot of it's it does it, it the, the plot just kind of like is almost inexplicable totally and, and that's okay in a way right because it's enjoyable but, right you know anytime I, I feel like anytime I see Ed Ed O'Neill in a back room like explaining <laughs> stuff to somebody I I can't believe him anymore after the Spanish prisoner you know what I mean it's like don't believe that guy he's one of them for heaven's sake yeah. Always. Yeah. Ed O'Neill is always one of them. <laughs> if it's he's true. in a back room explaining something. For to sure then. Yeah. But even sometimes when he's not. True. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, I have a hard, I don't know what to think about Spartan, whether it's completely implausible. I know there's some crazy things in it with like disguises I and that kind of stuff. I think it's pretty implausible. Yeah. Okay. I think, uh, yeah, it's, uh, I feel like every 20 minutes or so <laughs> I was going like, what? <laughs> there's a who and the, there's a fake nose? What? The <laughs> yeah, yeah. I feel like there's something about disguises yeah, and stuff that doesn't make any sense. There's a lot of that stuff. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. 
I still enjoy it, though. I'm going to go back and watch that again. You are going to watch it again? I think I should, because it's been a while since I saw it. Yeah, sure. Why don't you just keep rewatching the terrible movies? <laughs> just keep those on a loop. I thought we decided it wasn't terrible. They go back and forth between whether I like it or don't great. like it. You can't decide whether you hate it or love it. Yeah. Right? So it's like right in the middle. There. So it's a great movie? No, I didn't say it was great. Yeah. Okay. But I'm going to watch it anyway. <laughs> what about State and Maine? It's a comedy, Not right? Comedy, so that it yeah. gets the pass for that, right? For me, anyway. Yep. Yep. Um, you can be implausible, and there's a lot that's implausible. In really? It. You yeah. think so? Yeah, for sure. Such as, uh, you know, the so that happened. <laughs> oh well, no. The one that the one that I come up with is the the he, when uh, he goes and he confesses his crime to the fake courtroom scene set up by Rebecca Pigeon and her. And her high school of, troop of, yeah, high school of, troop of yeah, locals. Of locals, yeah. Yeah, and, yeah, and yeah. he totally Community buys Community theater it. group of... Yeah. yeah, and he totally buys he it. He sure does. Yeah, that's the one. That's the yeah. part I think little, that's the, the most troubling to me. Yeah, it's a little high school play. Yeah. <laughs> right? It's a little like our townie. Yeah, 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 yeah. You know? Yeah. But other know. than that, I'm like, okay, this is fun. Yeah, it was really fun. No, I, li- I love that movie. Yeah, it's great. I do, I love it. Yeah. Everything else seems like it would work to me. Yeah, I'll buy that. But there, I mean, it does hinge on that being the thing that saves the production and the movie. Yeah, it's a big it's moment. Like it's a, okay. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Just put that one together, did you? Yeah. Yeah. Well, now I'm up to one that I think is a big offender. What do you got? But I can't remember why, because I hated the movie so much. Is Red Belt. <laughs> I just remember at the end of Red Belt just thinking like, I have been taken. I have been <laughs> swindled out of my money. I'm sitting here in a dark theater angry. I will admit, I don't remember much about it either, but I know Tim Allen was in it, and that's highly implausible. <laughs> I know that. But the, here's the synopsis. A fateful okay. event leads to a job in the film business for a top mixed martial arts instructor. <laughs> instructor. Though he refuses to participate in prize bouts, circumstances conspire to force him to consider entering such a competition. But then at the end, doesn't he just like walk on? He's like, a, he, he just happens to be at the arena doing, protecting the lady or something. And, and, right. And they're like, hey, you're that red belt guy. Why don't you go fight the bad guy? You're the guy the that end. won't fight anyone right, in you, a competition. You, so go fight that Here's guy. Here's a major right. competition. <laughs> Go fight that guy. And then he does <laughs> and then it. he does it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Oh, I just hate it. If he was going to stick to everything he had said throughout the film, he would have just turned around and walked away. Right. But he could, he didn't. And there was no, there's no consequence because we don't <laughs> see what happens to him after that. You know what I mean? It's That's just, true. It just makes no sense. It's, I mean, it's, it's not great. It's terrible. It's not great. It's like, people, don't write a movie about your hobbies. <laughs> Right, I mean, like Dave was like so into this. <laughs> he like, was into the MMA, MMA at a yeah. point, and he wrote this awful movie about it. It's true. Ugh, I hate it's that movie. It's true. I hate that movie. I hate that movie. Plot keywords, buddy. Can I? Yeah, please. For Deception. Uh huh. Fight. Uh huh. Bar. <laughs> debt. Jujitsu. <laughs> <laughs> keywords. Ugh. Anybody searching for any of those, you're going to come across this piece of garbage. Uh, I was just going to say, here's a couple more garbage. <laughs> Implausible. Implausible. <laughs> yeah, Makes yeah. no sense. However, yeah. Chuetel Geofor is phenomenal. He is great in that. He's yeah. given very little to work with, and he's very good. <laughs> he is very good. Despite that. He's always good. He's he like is always good. Guys. That's true. That always guy good. is great. He is great. Can we... Are we allowed to... Can we? Do who would they play on a minisode? <laughs> I guess we can. Chuetel Geofor? I don't see why we could Please.
play? Chris Pratt, Charlie Young Fat, Benjamin Pratt, Oliver Platt. Who would they play? Who would they play? Who would they play? All right, Chewettle. Chewettle. <laughs> right? Isn't that how you pronounce his name? Chewettle? Did I what? Chewettle. <laughs> Chewettle? <laughs> I don't know if I weddled or not. <laughs> Did you weddle? Let me check my pants. <laughs> Uh, he's so good. No, he's always phenomenal. He's always phenomenal. He is. Um, what do you, what do we do? What do we do with him? Where I, do we put him? Uh, he could play so many things. I think he'd make a really good Ricky Roma, actually. Yeah. 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 Yeah, he would. He would. But. I'm not. I'm just oh, thinking. Okay. I'm still running through the other. Yeah. I mean, you know, my, my impulse is to I spanel know. everyone. Oh, spanel. <laughs> okay. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. No, I'm done with all that old school thinking, buddy. <laughs> <laughs> and my Blakes can be yellowing. Oh, great! They can be browning. <laughs> I love I love all shades of Blake now. Oh, good. I'm I'm okay, in. Good, great. I'm in. So Chewettle. Chewettle. <laughs> See, I feel like he needs a. Beat. I meant to Chewettle earlier. <laughs> <laughs> I just forgot. <laughs> I think he needs to be like a prominent. Prom- so one character. of the top two or three. Yeah, because he's such a good actor. Right. I would want him in a prominent. Yeah, role, I agree with that. I agree. So Roma, it is then, because he's no machine. Yeah, too young. Too young and too awesome. Yeah. Yeah. He's no Aaron O. He's probably not a Moss. He could be a Dave Moss. But he could, but... That's kind of... He's so good looking and likable that you, you, I'm attracted to him as opposed to like Moss. I feel like you got to, you know... Yeah. I don't know. Yeah, yeah, no, no. He's always likable. You're right. You're yeah. right about that. I, but I'd like to see him spread those wings a little bit. Maybe be not so likable. <laughs> we could do that as the Roma. strategy. <laughs> <laughs> no, you're right. He could do that in Roma. All right, Roma yeah. it is. Okay, cool. Chewettle? Yeah. Roma. I love it. I love it too. That's awesome. Sweet. Sweet. And uh, back to our other thing. So the he hasn't really, David hasn't really done a movie since Red Belt, which is kind of surprising yeah. and depressing. Um, yeah. So we kind of reached the end of the line here. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <sighs> That's, I mean, I mean, the Phil Spector <laughs> thing. But you took the specter right out of my <laughs> mouth. I was going to just talk about that. But that thing is its kind of a mess. It's a bit of a mess, yeah. but I, I enjoy it because yeah. it's the, my two, one of my two, two of my two favorites. <laughs> right. But it's, it is a mess. There's yeah. a lot going on there. But in, in, in defense, the, the actual thing that happened was a mess too. Like the right. whole Fair situation was, was a very, crazy yeah, mess. Yeah, it was. It was. Him showing up in court with that crazy hairdo and everything. That's right. That's right. So, uh, um, it's not really implausible, I guess. Edmund is implausible. Yeah, see, Edmund, but not strikingly so. Like the oh, the whole thing is implausible, but right, moment to moment, it's not implausible. It's not made to be realistic. That's the thing, right? To me. Yeah, so yeah. I don't judge it on the same in the same way. Like I would judge the edge. It's certainly s- metaphoric. Exactly. Yeah, yeah, I hear what you're saying. It's a uh, yeah. I hear what you're saying. So yeah, so the characters in that are representations of you know, groups of people or whatever. Right. They're not characters right. per right. se. Right, know? right, right, so right. I look at that slightly differently. I'm with you. I would yeah. agree with that. Yeah, you're right. That about, I mean, we got to everything else. Pretty much. All of the big ones anyway. So what's our, what's our final summation? I feel like I mean, we're still a little split. If you take a, take the, say, let's set the edge aside because we, <laughs> we, we can agree that that's like jump but out of your seat one. Right? That's the anchor on the implausible chain of the, tug of war <laughs> yeah but if we set aside like the ones at the two ends uh, so set okay. aside one that's completely implausible right set aside one that's completely clean right then what are we left with in the middle like yeah you know what's the average fitty fitty 
50-50. And most of the ones on the on the side of the implausible are fridge moments, not yeah. necessarily like strikingly in your in your seat implausible. That's right. He doesn't ruin very many movies with a crazy yeah. thing that happens. Yeah. So that's good. So we shooting like 36% from 3. <laughs> right? It's not great. Yeah, about league average. But pretty good. Yeah, yeah. Pretty good. Slightly above league average. Yeah, league average for a writer. Right. <laughs> right? Yeah. 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 I mean, you know, for a while there he, he was shooting really well for in, in the in the I guess the early 90s. Right. Right? Late 80s, early 90s. And I think it has to do with uh, the genre in a way. You know, like when the with the comedies you you give them a little more leeway, you can go a little crazier. Yeah, exactly. Adventure movies, you know, action adventure movies same thing. Don't call the edge an action adventure movie. You can you can go a <laughs> Don't little you farther. dare call that. Like if he, if he ever movie. did a sci-fi, you know, we forgive an awful lot of shit. <laughs> it's an old guy lecturing in the woods. It's not an action adventure movie. <laughs> <laughs> but like in sci-fi, yeah, uh, we and like superhero movies, we forgive a whole lot. We of are shit. forced to. That's yeah, true. That's that, true. Yeah, the, you don't even the, you don't even dare want to even start to think about. It's true. I heard a conversation today. <laughs> Remember that? <this? laughs> yes. I heard a guy say this to another guy today. <laughs> By the way, this is kind of a quote corner. I just it, want it, I want I want you to know. Did you we do a quote make it a quote? It's corner? a quote. It's a quote. You're quoting the nerd. Okay, fine. When you go to the movies, you want to eat popcorn. You don't want to eat hummus. If somebody said it, and you just can't forget it. If you hear someone And chickpeas. I want to say the dude playing bass in that jingle <laughs> is no Getty Lee. No. That's all I want. It's I just, a simple bass That guy's line. doing nothing. Dum, he's doing whole notes. Dum, dum, <laughs> he's doing whole dum, notes dum, with a quarter maybe dum, if dum. he's feeling it. Yeah. <laughs> Terrible. 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 <laughs> Suck it up, jingle guy. <laughs> Let's go. All right. So the quote that's... that's yeah. Nerd. Sorry. 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 One nerd says... Sorry. One nerd says to another. So this is one nerd to another. To another. And you just overheard it walking by them. Yeah. They were speaking. Exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he says, well, it's not called a star discourager or a star feel badder. It's called a star destroyer. <laughs> which is uh, true and it's that's that's the level to which we do not want to get into with sci-fi that's and right with and with marvel superhero movies that's right you start thinking about them too much forget it we're done the second part was really star feel better something like that i don't, oh, I don't think i nailed I it i needed that to but, be direct <laughs> no, i think i don't think that was verbatim okay. I think I'm, I, I but the first one, that that one for sure. Star Discourager was Star Discourager. Was you absolutely heard, you heard that one. Yeah. <laughs> okay. All right. I'll I'll ride with that one. Okay. Then, that's hilarious. <laughs> it was hilarious. And he's right. He's right. He's not wrong. No. That's not what they call those. <laughs> that is not a discourager. No. No. And their job is not to discourage stars; it's to destroy them. That's right. That's right. Right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. We create destruction in and amongst the stars. That's right. Yeah. So therefore, I don't know what the therefore was. I think they must have been talking about the new Star Wars trailer or something, but... Don't. I'm not. Don't. I, I won't. Don't. <laughs> I'm trailer free on this. I know. You're I'm not going to see a trailer. It. I will I not see a trailer. Right. I know. I know. I know. I so. will not. I don't want to see it. No. I don't want to hear what people are saying about it. No, I know. I'm trailer free, baby. I understand. 
You hear trying, me? You're trying to stay clean. That's right. And fresh. That's for right. The film. That's yeah. right. It's the last one, you know. That's what they say. <laughs> I know. That makes you that laugh. That makes me laugh that every tickles time. You. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, sure. Yeah, yeah. Disney, the last one. Yeah, That's yeah, funny. yeah. We're also going to take this cash cow out back and slaughter it. <laughs> no, you're not. You're going to keep milking that thing. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> until it's all withered and pained and nobody wants to look at it anymore. That's what you're going to do. Don't lie. I feel you. I don't know how they could get away with calling this I the last one. I don't know either. One. Yeah, it's uh, that's a great marketing ploy. Yeah, that's right. Oh, anyway. Isn't there already a Lando movie in the works? There's got to be. Of course. Right? Yes. Yeah. Which I'm going to see in a <laughs> you give me, You give me Donald Glover and two and a half hours of Landoing, I'm in. I'm in 100%. I want all of that. Sure you do. I do. I know you do. You do not. Because you hate new fun things. I guess I don't know. I do have a problem with all these new Star Wars movies. They're you do? Just, yeah, you I didn't, do. You didn't. You won't. You're not even going to cotton to the Han Solo movie, the Solo movie. No, I didn't enjoy that either. I tried it's, it. It's I watched it, but I was like, meh. It's okay. Solid, solid film. Yeah, I mean, I'm not saying it should have blown you away, but it's good. Now you want to talk about implausible? Go ahead. What? Sci-fi action adventure yeah. set in a galaxy far, far away. What is implausible, buddy? Oh my God! There were so many things. Um, what was, uh, I have to remember now because, uh, well, you know, that's my favorite part of this podcast <laughs> is when you be remembering something. But the, well, there was this dumb thing about him deserting the army yeah. where like he's in the Imperial army and they're just going to let him walk out through the mud with some other guy. Well, they don't let no him one's walk gonna out. Notice no, they don't all. let him. That, that's the whole thing. It's a struggle to leave. It's a struggle to get out. It was. It's very difficult. I yeah. He he had the, they out. got separate with him. He had a cover, but then he got separated from the girl that was with him, that was helping him. But that's when they when they go through, when they go through security at the airport, right? Yeah, which was a different right. ridiculous right. moment. Oh, here we go. No, I'm talking about later when they're on the mud planet, uh huh. And he meets Chewbacca and all that stuff. Oh, okay, yeah, 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 yeah. And Woody yeah, Harrelson yeah, yeah, comes yeah, up yeah, yeah, and is yeah, like, yeah, 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 he's yeah, like, yeah, yeah. I'm not actually in yeah, the yeah, army, yeah, yeah. but okay. I'm saying I'm in the army because I'm a heist. I'm a shyster. Come on. And then he's roguish. <laughs> you tend to believe it. And then Han Solo is like, I'm just going to walk out with these dudes. And no one says a word. He just walks he's, away. He's roguish. <laughs> he's slick and roguish. <laughs> anyway, well, I, I don't want to talk about it. He had no fun. No fun. You don't, this guy doesn't know fun. He doesn't know what fun is. <laughs> I wanted to like it. I know you did. I did. I know you did. But yeah. they're not making movies for you anymore, buddy. No, that's right. They don't. Yeah. That's so, absolutely right. You know, but get on board for some fun. Okay. There's some fun. Okay. All right. All right. Well, I think we're done. I think we are too. And I think uh, good scores to Dave on the implausibility. Yeah. It wasn't as bad as I thought it was I mean, the edge is egregious. He should have have had his SAG card taken away. (laughs) There should have been been penalties leveled. (laughs) And I'm sad that there wasn't. But you know, how much of that is in the script? Do you think in the script it says... You know, Bobby and Charles stand up in their brand new bear outfits. I do think a lot of that was in the script. <laughs> really? I do, yeah. Yeah, I do. I don't think it's... Because in, in a Mammoth screenplay, right. there's not a lot of action. Very like, sparse. Cut to... Sparse in the whatever, direction. Yeah. Angle of right. so-and-so. Right, and right, That's right. about it, right. you know? Yeah. So I wonder if, if it, there's a line of, you know... So you think... Stage direction says angle of guys in their bear costumes. pokey timber ball... <laughs> I don't know. That's what I'm saying. I have Pokey no idea. Pokey Ewok timber ball swinging. He might have left that for, for someone else to figure out. I don't you know. know what I, mean? I don't know. What? Who was the stiff that directed that movie? Do you even know? I do. Lee Tamahori. Oh. I don't know that name at all. 
He's made a few movies. Yeah, <laughs> he, he did. He he and he seems to be known as like a middle of the road kind of director. Not great, you know. But he's not going to make a. He'll come in like on, on time and on budget kind of guy. You right. Know what I mean, solid. Yeah, lunch pail guy. Lunch pail guy. Right. <laughs> yeah. uh, so he's. I think he did one of the Mission Impossible movies. One of the millions of Mission Impossible really? movies. I think so. Uh, he did. Uh, he's from New Zealand, and he had he had had a like a, a hit of one of his movies out of New Zealand went, was like a worldwide hit and so on like the indie circuit so that's how he kind of moved to Hollywood and became uh-huh, famous uh-huh, through that uh-huh. so oh he did Die Another Day with Pierce Brosnan and there you oh a James Bond movie what a terrible movie that was <laughs> he did a movie called Next with my favorite actor of all time Nick Cage oh yeah me and Tom Ahore are never gonna see eye to eye Ever. That's true. Ever. And Once We Were Warriors, which I've never seen. Have you ever seen that? No, I didn't see that. No, I think I that didn't. was the one he made in New Zealand. That yeah, that seems New Zealandy. Yeah. Yeah. So there he is. Mama Kanjagawa Careball uh, is one of the actors. Oh. <laughs> yeah. I love his or her work. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Lee Tomahori. Yeah, Lee Tomahori. Yeah. Your mom's a Tomahori. <laughs> I'm not a fan. <laughs> he did a triple X movie. Oh, there you go. So oh, he boy. Jumps, oh, he, boy. He jumps into these franchises and does like a middle movie. Mulholland Falls? Another garbage movie? I didn't see that. You didn't? No. You didn't? Uh-uh. Nick Nolte in a, in a fedora? No. For I two and a half hours? Did not see it. How do I look at this fedora? <laughs> Pretty good. I say we base the whole movie on it. What do you think? <laughs> Just put me in a fedora and I'll take it from there. <laughs> McNulty for you. <laughs> yeah, I'm not a Tomahori guy. I can tell. I maybe I maybe most of the blame goes to Tomahori. That's, that's maybe I thing. back off of some of what what I thought Dave was responsible for. It could be so the production designer and the Tomahori, and the Tomahori of it all. <laughs> yeah, kind of because uh, I think when he says the stuff with the over bear with the bear was overdone. I Tomahori. Think it's, it's a it's a slash of Tomahori. It's a Tomahori issue yeah, for exactly. sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So you know, it could be an Art Linson Tomahori. <laughs> situation we're, we're dealing with here i i think yeah i think from now on i'll just say i don't like the tomahori of it all <laughs> of the go. edge I, it's like everything else is fine the, you know? i know you like a lot of the dialogue i love the dialogue yeah, some of the dialogue's so, great yeah what one man can do another can do there i love all that i love that lesson yep great yep tomahori <laughs> get out of the tomahori <laughs> of the script like the ham being out in the kitchen <laughs> That could totally be a Tomahori thing. I have a hard time seeing Dave has, you know, included in the script. Yeah. Between lines of dialogue. By the way, make sure they leave the ham out. That's right. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. I'd be very surprised you and wrote ham, that in there. It's unclean. It's <laughs> a, from the unclean animal. That's right. Nobody's eating ham. <laughs> Am I right? You're right. Yeah. Uh-oh. I mean, what? You seemed upset. No. Did I say something bad? No. Okay. <laughs> 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 no, buddy. Uh, you're fine. No, no, no. Everything you said was great. It was fantastic. It's good. Uh, accepting of all people? <laughs> creeds? <laughs> well, you should get a look at this Tamahori. Do yourself what? a favor. He okay, is, I will. He's essentially a uh, corpse <laughs> in a fur collar. <laughs> I mean, man, fuck it. Suck a dick, Tamahori. <laughs> I'm sick of this guy. All right, I'm sorry. I'm done. Sorry, okay. I'm sorry. <laughs> I apologize. <laughs> it's okay. All right. Well, that'll take us out on a, a, a positive note. That's right. Yeah. yeah. We can all think about Lee Tomahori. We can. Sucking a bag of dicks. But I'm proud of Dave. We broke this down, and I think he did good. 
<laughs> you did real good. <laughs> hey, you did real good. Yeah. <laughs> well, that's what I do. That's what I do. Yeah. Yeah. yeah I, it was not as bad as I expected it to be. I'll say that. That's right. So, Me too. Yeah. Yeah. So, way to go. Yeah. And if, boy, we, and if we've Dave? missed any, let us know. There's any other egregious ones? For sure, we've missed some implausibilities. Probably, but yeah. But I'd love to hear about them too. Yeah. 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 Let's talk about them on the Twitter. That's right. Think of anything. That's absolutely right. All right then. Thanks for listening so much. Bye. Bye. Bye.